Hey, this is Kay, back with you on Thoughts Out Loud, rambling thoughts from a disquiet mind. So I enjoy crafting and making things, and one day, when I was trying to make some gifts, I didn't think too much about the art supplies I was using. I needed to glue some things together, and I thought as long as the glue is sticky, it's a good glue, right? And as long as it's sticky, it should stick to all kinds of things, right? Well, apparently not, and I learned it the hard way. I guess I should have realized this earlier though, otherwise there wouldn't be so many different kinds of glues on the market, right? There's the glue stick sort, the ones in the form of a tape, the clear ones, the white ones, the ones you need to melt, the ones you need to mix a part A and B together. There are just so many different types, and some of them can be quite different from each other. In order for glue to hold two surfaces together, unless you are using the glue for some other purposes, there must be some kind of a bond between the glue and the two surfaces, as well as the glue to itself. Otherwise, the glue will fail either way. If it cannot hold onto either of the two surfaces, and if it cannot hold onto itself, as the glue is going to split through itself, then it's not going to be much more useful. Basic chemistry reminds us that, that there are two main types of bonds, one at the intramolecular level and another at the intermolecular level. I think I will spare you all the details before I lose any of you. The first part of applying glue is that the glue should spread out on the surface of the substrate, flowing into even the tiny pores of the substrate, so as to enhance the total area coated and hence the total surfaces bonding together. Next is the part which involves joining two surfaces together. At this step, the glue should form bonds with the surfaces as well as start to harden so that the surfaces will not continue moving with the flow of the glue. In the case of glues like superglue, the glue form polymers, which are these humongous sized molecules, by reaching out to each other and forming a large chain with each other in a process called curing. This curing is activated by water, and as water is present on many types of surfaces and even in the pores of the substrates. This allows superglue to grab on tightly through its many chains to form a very strong bond, during which it also hardens, thus sealing the bond. However, as the curing requires a relatively basic environment, the acidic surfaces of wood makes superglue unsuitable for use with such materials. The end use of the joint substrates should also be a consideration for choosing appropriate glue types as the environment and usage can result in failure of the adhesion as well. For example, if the glue is water-soluble, it is not wise to use it for things that will constantly come into contact with water. Also, if the glue is brittle when hardened, don't expect to use it for flexible joints, as the glue is probably going to crack and fall apart over time. So does that mean that a glue that is not sticky is not useful? Well, that is actually not true. 
Chances are, if you own a sticky notepad, you already have one of those kinds of glue. There are competing claims by different individuals to be inventor of the adhesive used in sticky notepads, but the commonly heard story is that in 1968, a Dr. Spencer Silver, a scientist at 3M in the United States, accidentally created a not-so-sticky glue while actually attempting to develop a super-strong adhesive, which then eventually led to the creation of what we know as post-it notes. I think I'll end it here and leave the fact-finding to you. So have fun sticking things together and till next time. Bye!